Alright everybody, welcome back to Parents vs. Gaming. I'm James the Third, the JT3. James Ayers, for those of you that know me on Facebook, and of course I am joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, Kia. Kia, how are you? I am good. How about you? Uh, you know, I'm not doing too bad. You know what today is, actually, for Parents vs. Gaming? Today what? is one year for us. Is it really? Yeah, wow. so one year ago, one year. Jay Noller and I, you know, U.S. Bobber, uh, mm -hmm. he's traveling right now. He's actually traveling down to, to Texas. I'm going to see him uh, Wednesday. Oh, uh, okay, cool. Him and I had this crazy idea to start a <clears throat> Parents and Gaming podcast, and here we are a year later, and I will send you some screenshots where we started. You will be just absolutely shocked on what <laughs> ridiculousness uh, it looked like back then. I just had some, like, cutout playstation nintendo photos and then um like a, a like a xbox thing and it just like half and half with the camera feeds it was just the discord yeah. feed yeah it was i think it was zoom i don't even think it was discord i'm pretty sure we were using oh. zoom like we I were wrong was totally no, <laughs> had no idea we jumped on we were like hey we are these two dudes and i have no idea what we're going to talk about so i hope you like talking about <laughs> Uh, people did, and then of course we brought Jordan on, and now we're here with you, so we're yeah. super excited. But uh, today, I kind of wanted to talk about and see see what you think. Yeah. Um, over the years, you know, it, it, and throughout the year of doing this podcast, we've definitely had some some ups and downs. We've talked about some pretty serious things, some non serious things. Yeah. We've goofed off. We've completely lost the show and completely brought it back, or had good episodes. But one thing that's always yeah. kind of stuck out to us is is life in general you know we talk mm -hmm. about being a parent um and before being a parent just just dealing with life and how a lot of times gaming has helped us yeah so today we're going to talk a little bit about what games or what if there was anything in your life that kind of like was a tough moment and then if a yeah. game helped you through it and you know i can kind of jump in to one myself because i know i've sprung this upon you and you're yeah, trying no, to kind okay. of think I was like, I've been trying to think. So <laughs> it's one of those things. I, I, to me, gaming has helped me in my life to where a lot of times I don't remember that it helped me yeah. until someone brings up a situation. Um, mm -hmm. So for those that do know me on on Facebook a lot, you, you do know that I lost my brother. Uh, you know, some years ago, uh, he got leukemia, and within probably, you know, a week to two weeks, he was gone. I mean, it was oh, immediate, wow. like immediate diagnosis. It was really and, fast. Yeah. And, you know, he was <clears throat> basically nothing wrong with him the day before mm -hmm. he got diagnosed. And then he found, oh, you know, wow. it went it went really quick. And, uh, you know, for those that do know, I definitely went down a a, uh, a very dark path. Um, I yeah. lost a lot of friends. I lost a relationship. I lost, uh, you know, I pushed half my family away. And, you know, unfortunately... Some of those things I never recovered. Uh, yeah. Some of the friends I pushed away, you know, they don't understand it. And, and when I say push them away, you know, and, and a lot of us have been there, right, where I needed help. Mm -hmm. I didn't get help properly. And uh, yeah. I just pushed everybody away and really was kind of going down some dark holes, family, yeah. everybody. And one day I was just so depressed. I mean, I hadn't played. I didn't play video games. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I was just anything I could do to like sabotage my life. I was basically doing it. Yeah. So one day I was so down to the dumps. I tried to play a couple of video games to take my mind off things. And of course, you know, you jump into the usuals, the Call of Duties back in the day and things like that. And 
Yeah. You know, nothing's nothing's exciting. So I came across this game and it, it really got me thinking and, and really made me reflect on just everything that happened with my brother. And uh, the game was called Firewatch. Okay. If you've ever played it. I haven't. So Firewatch is almost like a walking simulator in a way, right? Okay. So, so you're this guy that works in a... You know, like Firewatch, like the towers and the forest and stuff yeah. like that. So that's you're there job. to watch for anything. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So basically, you have this voice that is like over the radio that's talking to you. And it's kind of like your mm-hmm. radio contact. And, you know, you go and you discover things throughout the game. And, and you discover that he becomes a Firewatch person because he lost his wife. Oh, wow. But throughout the game, you don't know that he lost his wife. Mm. So you're constantly seeing these things, you know, getting a little bit of backstory. He's yeah. talking, he's acting like he still has his wife. But of course mm-hmm. you're, it's almost like they teeter on the edge of having a rom- romance with this radio voice too. So you're kind of like confused. Like, I thought I was married. Like, what, what is happening? Yeah, yeah. Like, where, where is this going? But it really, ultimately, at the end of the day, the game, if you've never played it and you, you have, you know, eight spare hours one time you want to stream and you're not doing <laughs> Dragon Age, um, yeah. I, I highly recommend it because... It really made me reflect on life mm-hmm. and it really made me, you know, the, the game, he's kind of reflecting on his life and what he wished he would have done differently with his wife. And should, you know, he was basically yeah. kind of to the point that he wasn't sure he wanted to keep living himself. Oh. And, but you're playing through the eyes of this character and, yeah. and it was the first time that, you know, I, I wouldn't say that I wanted to kill myself. Like I, I wouldn't say that I was suicidal, but I yeah. 100% didn't care if I lived. Yeah. And if something happened and took you out, you were fine. Yeah. And that's, that's really hard, you know, to, mm-hmm. to want to feel that way. Um, yeah. And uh, to, to play through a game where it really helped me understand that's what I was feeling mm-hmm. was kind of a, was just a real shock, you know? Um, yeah. I didn't really understand why I felt the way that I felt. I didn't really understand what was happening. Yeah. But the game really, really kind of changed my life in a way that it helped me deal with things. And a lot of times, you know, we talk about this every week. Video games just have this stigma of, you know, wasting your life. You're not, Mm -hmm. you're not trying to do anything with it. Um, And it's really tough. You know, yeah. people, people don't want to accept that gaming can actually help you. It can sometimes be, it really ther- can. It, that it can be therapeutic. And mm-hmm. there are many days I think, you know, had I not played that game and got some clarity out of the way I was feeling yeah. and what I was going through, I, I don't know if I would have bounced back. So, yeah. I mean, if I was ever to take a game and say, man, I wish I could reach out to the developers and, and really thank them one million percent, it would be, you know, the guys from Firewatch. They just, without that, I, I honestly don't know if I could have, and, and I still probably needed help. And again, I'm not discrediting to the fact that, you know, you should just lean on video games. I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying yeah. that, that I think sometimes, but sometimes it can help. Yeah. I think sometimes especially if it's the, something you can relate to it. Yeah. In a way. And I like to bring this back to parents that are always worried about their kids, you know, oh, they're really down, they're depressed, they're going through something. Maybe it's a divorce. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just, uh, a friend moved, maybe mm-hmm. a breakup happened with a young teenager or something like that. Like, yeah. Sometimes gaming isn't just throwing their life away. It really is just a way to mm-hmm. 
reflect and escape and yeah you know uh, of course there's a fine line on becoming addicted to something and using it and not facing reality and and i understand well, yes. that but there is that you know i think sometimes i wish parents would look at it as it can be therapeutic mm-hmm. um and like i said i i don't know what i would have done if i didn't if i didn't find yeah. something that that helped me kind of escape all of that so and then over the years of course you know different breakups, different life transitions. Gaming was always my escapism, my go-to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, a little over a year ago, I had, you know, made a commitment to want to make this a full-time thing, make it, and of course not full-time replace my job. I've, I've got to have a real job. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not Tim <laughs> the Tap Man or Dr. Disrespect or Ninja and Pokemon and them. I'm, I'm, I'm probably never will be. I'll probably never grow. You know, I, I do thank all the people that have supported me and, and helped me keep going to where I am. But, it really changed my life when I stopped using it as an excuse and used it as my motivation. Like yeah. I work my job really hard because it allows me to do things with my family and then still do this on the side. And yeah. I never, ha- I never had those opportunities before. And, and I always felt so guilty about gaming and I still struggle with it. I still struggle, you know, is it okay to game and not disappoint my family? And yeah, I think that sometimes you, you got to find that support through it as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, like I said, it all goes back, honestly, to that to Firewatch. I have to say that over and over again. Um, I've actually played it a couple times since then. Uh, yeah. If I'm really, really down, just to help me reflect just to and like go, go through. through it. And, and it really introduced me to a whole independent genre as well. And I've I've probably played a lot more indie games because of it. That's um, good. And it is really funny to to see things and be like, oh, I can relate this to life. You know, you can't. Yeah. I'm not gonna sit there and relate. Warzone or Call of Duty or Apex Legends or Fortnite or something to, to life, but that to me that I don't think you really can. Those aren't <laughs> games you can really relate to. Yeah, life. <laughs> but it's funny. I mean, there's so. there's games out there that deal with cancer and there's you know mm-hmm. that, that go through a whole. Oh, uh, I know. There's a so. series that a lot of people like is called Life is Strange. Yeah, Life is Strange. A, a lot of people like that, and I've I've watched a few few people like play it and it's it's i i see it i see that you know the different options you can go back and forth and do like you know and those options obviously have consequences or whatever um like in real life (laughs) (laughs) um except for in real life you can't go back and (laughs) yeah make a different choice (laughs) very true (laughs) let me save it here real quick in case that choice doesn't work out (laughs) uh but um I mean, I myself, I, I don't play it, but I've seen a few people that have played it. And um, it seems like that's probably one of those games that you could probably, there's probably situations in it that you could relate yeah, to. Yeah, there's a lot that deals with a lot of high school and college drama. <clears throat> yes. And it's really funny how um, you can relate a lot of that to real life. Mm-hmm. And again, like I said, a lot of people don't see that gaming really has a narrative side to it and how it can really help calm somebody's nerves or change their life or... Like I said, yeah. maybe even find a career path and just because of something you played that allowed mm-hmm. you to escape the moment. Do you have anything like that, Kia? Any, any, you know, it doesn't have to be, um, you know, someone, you know, obviously I'm so probably a little extreme. I never, no, 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 you're okay. Um, so I don't know. So growing up, um, my, my parents split when I was seven. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and my dad was the gamer. So of course, you know, like the games went with him when he, he moved and I moved out and stuff. Um, but we moved around a lot. Um, I was in and out of foster care three times. Um, so mine was not necessarily video games. My escape was books. Okay. Um, 
And probably the most impactful one was probably Anne Frank's diary. Which oh, a lot okay. of... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So um, that was a really impactful book for me. Um, I don't I don't own a copy of it anymore. I used to, but with through all the moves that I've done as a kid, um, I've lost it over the years. Um, but it was probably my most impactful book. It was about a Jewish and any of you don't know what book I'm yeah. talking about. It is a phenomenal book to read. Um, but it's about a Jewish, a little Jewish girl in the uh, Nazi war um, and how her and her family were being hidden um, by some French, uh, French family um, in, I think, an addict or something like that. I don't it's been so long since I've read yeah, the yeah. book, um, but it's a very good book. Um, it's very educational. It was very impactful for me. Um, but in general, books were my escape. Um Mm -hmm. because it was a reality like i have a very vivid imagination so for me books were uh like a movie to me i love movies too but for me the books were just something a little bit more yeah there was a little more you detail. really felt like there you was could escape like yes and so i would i would sit down and read books and just read books and read books and read books and it, it's just something i loved as a kid yeah um and uh, anytime I would go visit my dad, like I'd read whatever books he had. Um, there was one book that I fell in love with. Uh, it was called The Sphere. It's actually a movie as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think I should read the book because I that movie. It's actually out. it's actually very close to the book, oh, they which did was a good very job? impressive. They did a very okay. good job. Um, so I mean, there was a few things I was like, wait, what? <laughs> but <laughs> like, wait, that's not how I pictured that person. But it was actually really good because I actually watched the movie first. Uh, and my dad had said, I had said, oh, dad, that was a really good movie. And he goes, oh, you like the movie? And I was like, yeah, he goes, you'll love the book. And he's, I was like, oh, they have a book? And he's like, yes, every, in case you don't know this, guys, every movie has a book. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> every movie does have a book. It may be hard to find, but it does have a book. <laughs> um, and he had it and he let me read it. And I probably read that book in a day. And it's, it's, it's not a little book. <laughs> yeah. Did you sleep? No. It's like the Elden <laughs> was, Ring was, of books. Like, I was like, I was like into it so, so bad. I was like deep into that book. Like there's yeah, like, clearly. there's been plenty of times where I've read books like within 24 hours and people are like, how? Like, I don't know. I'm a fast reader. And a lot of times if the book catches my attention, uh, like right away, I won't put the book down. I am not that Attention. person who's like, oh, uh, like just right away. Chapter. I won't put the book. So um, I like, I just, yeah, it was just, <laughs> I can't, I can't stop. Like, it's like literally like <laughs> one more chapter, one more chapter, one more chapter. <laughs> I can't do it. I have to keep going. Like, I yeah, can't for stop. Sure. Um, but uh, when my mom did remarry, um, my stepdad was really big into video games, too. Um, so we did have a gaming system and we would play, uh, we played a lot of Mario. Uh, me and my brothers played a lot of Mario growing up. Um, it was something we could all play together, mm -hmm. um, and not fight over. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know how you pulled so that we, off. Yeah. <laughs> so <we> played, <laughs> Once anybody we, got good at Mario, Mario, we were just mad that they had to, they got to play the whole time. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we would, we would play Mario and then, um, 
Uh, there was a few other games, but I don't really remember like the names of them. Uh, but for me, most part, most of the time, um, like I said, we moved a lot. Uh, my parents divorced when I was fairly young, and uh, I was in and out of foster care. So video games weren't always a thing I could have. So yeah. it was more of like books. I could take those wherever I went, and they were mine. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I have a fairly decent book collection now. Um, it's, <laughs> my husband's probably like, that's enough books you don't need anymore. Um, but I'm more of a, there's never enough books. <laughs> yeah, no, I gotcha, for sure. Um, so, yeah, but, um, Do you I can prefer say the hard an, books or will you do e-books or? I prefer the book <clears throat> itself. Okay. I would rather have the book in my hand. Um, I'm very much, uh, I love the smell of a book. <laughs> Um, so when I walk into a bookstore, I actually usually like just stop and smell. Yeah. <laughs> you can just stop and like walk in and go, mm, like, yeah. I just, I feel at home. Yeah, uh, I, gotcha. I love, so, uh, but yeah. So I, what I about, to... um, so we kind of found, you know, mine was, mine was kind of turning to games. Yours was turning to books, bringing it back to gaming a little bit. Is there been a game or two, maybe three, or maybe it's changed throughout the years? Mm-hmm. You mentioned Mario playing with with your brothers and stuff after divorce and all that. Yeah. But has there been a game that you would can you would call your comfort game? Do you have Did you um, have one then, and do you have one now? I don't think I had one then. Okay. Um, mostly because I was just uh well I you know what no when I uh, after my parents divorced when I was a little bit older and I was a teenager. Um, my dad had, he, he not only had the original PlayStation, but he also had games on his PC. So okay. my dad gamed on both and there was a game and I have it on my PC now. <laughs> it took me years to find, um, I had bought it before and had downloaded it a long time, like had bought it on disc, you know, back in the day when yeah. you actually could, you know, put that in the computer <laughs> <laughs> <Of> course. <laughs> when we actually had disc trays. <laughs> Um, I had bought it. I had formatted it to the PC because obviously it's, it, it's a very old game. My PC was too new. So I had to like download a program that would allow me to play it. Um, is actually Dungeon Keeper 2. <laughs> so Graphics a, are horrible. A Dungeon and Dragon style <laughs> game? Is that what we're getting at here? No. <laughs> what is Dungeon um, Keeper? Actually, no. It's actually, um, you play the bad guy. You play the bad guy. You are the bad guy. Um you basically run like hell's dungeon okay okay yes i know it sounds horrible guys yeah. right yes my dad let me play it um <laughs> um but it was also it was just like i don't know it, it was just an old game that but i feel like graphics were so bad back then no one cared they that were you played so what you like bad. what it was and they're still bad like <laughs> because it's such an old game um but i actually i found it on a, on a website that allows you to find old games and they basically format it for you uh so it can be downloaded for newer pcs and yeah. stuff like that and uh so i found it and i think i got it for like a dollar <laughs> <laughs> I, it might not have even been a dollar it was just like i was like you know what i was like oh my gosh i love this game I love this game. I'm going to get it. And so I got it. And um, I've, I still do. Like uh, I was uh, kind of down in the dumps, not too long ago, okay. um, a while back. And I, I loaded it up 
I loaded Dungeon Keeper 2 up and I just went in there and started killing all the heroes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> kill all the heroes. <laughs> I would start battles. I'd get my little minions and I'd get my uh, all my people, my goblins and everything because they have different Too little uh, little p- different creatures and they're all different, you know, so they yeah. have different things and um and it does have a campaign mode. Uh, so no, I obviously I did the camp. Yes, it does. Oh yes, it does. it does. It does. It does. How many times did you beat the it. campaign? Oh, so many times. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be that long. It's not. It's As not. An old game, it's like, I imagine it's not. That it's long. like seven or eight game. Like seven or eight uh, different levels or whatever. And it's and it gives you like goals. And like once you reach that goal, it's like game over. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you don't even have to kill everything. Like, you just, like, you may have to only kill, like, one hero or, uh, like, get to so much gold in your, your treasury or something. Like, it, it's simple little goals. Yeah, yeah. And so, it doesn't take you long to go through it and, like, beat it and stuff like that. So, um, Now, is that always, is that still your comfort game? So, since you just recently loaded up, was it, would you say it's still your comfort game? Or do you think you have yes. another go-to comfort game today? No. <laughs> um say that but there are times where um my other one would probably be the dragon age series okay um anytime i'm a big uh when i need a when i need to chill out and take a step back um from anything and everything um i will go to single player games and i will just zone out because it's my game it's i get to control it so a lot of that too for me um games that allow me to control what's going on like that's what helps me because sometimes like you can't control everything in life so when you go into a video game you get to control that environment you get to control what's going on you get to control your what what your character looks like or abilities it gets or whatever um so i like that yeah so that's still your still your thing then yes i love i love i love those games (laughs) you know what's funny is um when i was younger my comfort game believe it or not was a game so i had a nintendo like regular nintendo Mm -hmm. until i was like 17 when my Mm -hmm. parents finally got a playstation and that's i'm pretty sure because my dad just wanted a playstation to play gran turismo when it came out but uh (laughs) before i didn't have super nintendo yeah i mean i've played super nintendo and in mm-hmm. 64 and stuff like that, but I played it at family or friend's house. I, I never actually owned one. Uh, yeah. Sega Genesis, all that. I've played the, all of them, but never owned any of them. So mine was Nintendo. So my comfort game up until I was about 17 was always Blades of Steel. It was this like cheap hockey game, mm-hmm. had generic teams just named after the cities. You know, there was no names. Or, you know, yeah. of course there was Wayne Gretzky hockey and Nintendo hockey or just mm-hmm. one called ice hockey. But Blades of Steel was my Konami. It was just fast-hitting. I could do whatever I wanted, or I could try to play the the weakest team and try to win the tournament with the, the you know the weakest team to beat all the hard teams, you know. Mm-hmm. It was always my go-to. But over the years, uh, a game that I have always gone back to in the last I don't know, seven or eight years, if I'm really down, I just kind of want to escape. And I know that I'm down. Like, I really feel it. Like, I just need to, to escape for like a day and a half. Mm-hmm. The first state of decay. I don't know first what it is about it. It's a zombie game that was on Xbox Arcade years ago. Now there's state of decay too, 
which is very intense. I, I don't really like it as much. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot more going around on, and the zombie hordes like keep coming nonstop and and this. But State of Decay was like uh, the closest thing I'd ever played to be like real life, like a video game version of The Walking Dead, where you met people, you had your communities. If your character died, they were dead, they were gone. Like yeah, there was no coming back. Um, so you built your own <laughs> uh, storylines <laughs> with these guys. Mm-hmm. You know, guys or girls, characters or kids, whatever that you added to your community and you just built them. And it, it just always made me escape. And, if I, you know, I'd be naming characters after my friends or family or whatever. And But for years, even today, it's not, not the second one, but still the first one is like my uh, comfort just kind of reset my, my life. And like yeah. I said, and, but it's the same as it's, it's just like we, you were saying, I, I don't my comfort games aren't going to multiplayer shooters to where yeah. I play with my friends. When, I, when I'm saying, and, and I'm with you, when you need 100%. that comfort game, it's always something that's single player, people can't play with you, and yep. you're not jumping into a, a Discord or an Xbox or PlayStation party yep. chat. You, you almost like you just disappear. Like your friends don't hear yes. from you for a day or two. You know, of course, you've got, oh, your, hey. you know, you've got family. I, there stuff, there was a time. Um, okay, so Inquisition, Dragon Age Inquisition, okay. is the only Inquisition, is the only Dragon Age game that came to PlayStation. All the other Dragon games are only on Xbox. Okay. Okay. So um, when I would go, since I am more of a PlayStation person, so I did buy it because we have Inquisition on our Xbox. But uh, I was big on PlayStation at, and I didn't really feel like, you know, like hooking up the Xbox and playing. So I would literally get on my PlayStation. And um, so when I get into Dragon Age, it's, um, I'm into it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, I've no... seen your stream. Like you are tunnel vision <laughs> like, for sure. Like tunnel, with tunnel games, vision. Like, with <laughs> games that you've already beat, you're vi- definitely like. Like even though I've beaten like, it, hey, I know Kia, what can happen. Hey Kia, hydrate, Hi. hydrate, hydrate. Yes. You're like, oh, like thirty people have messaged me on chat. Let me say hi. Oh, hey, good to see you. Hey, yes. good to see you. Little does she no, know so that the guys that like thirty minutes have passed, and like, the people she's I, saying hi to now have all left. Like they're gone. Like they're like, okay, she's not paying attention to yeah. me. I'm leaving. <laughs> but they get it. Like, I promise. It, I, I'm I, so sorry. I love all of but, you. you know, but it's some, just like sometimes you get zoned in. But, you know what's um, funny? I, I'm sad to admit this. I've actually jumped on your stream multiple times where I don't feel very good, and I'm just trying to work on the computer aw. because I know that you're zoned out and not interacting. And I can just watch you play the game. Like it allows it allows me to zone out into the game with you sometimes. Oh, that's so okay. I have a, a couple people that do that, and they say it's actually really comforting. Yeah, so that kind of yeah. makes me feel good. Is that it's it's good it, that it's something that people can actually like yeah. really just like like uh, Badiana. She's she's actually jumped into stream before, and she's like. Um, like she'll even privately message me sometimes like, Hey, are you streaming tonight? Cause I want, I got homework to do. Yeah. And she will like literally, cause it, she's like, it's so soothing and so calming that she can just focus on her schoolwork while she's like, while she has me up because I, I'm not like crazy, I guess. You know, Kia, uh, Kia, I can tell you exactly, <laughs> I, I can tell you exactly what us Bobber, what Jay would say if he was here right now. <laughs> He's like, okay, Kia. So basically just so you know. What Batiana is really telling you is that your stream is so ultimately, I'm sure boring. he would curse and he would lose another <laughs> pet, so boring that Batiana's like, if I stay there, it's not even boring. Zero, no. you, your stream is zero distractions. 
Aww, it will be something yeah. that's guaranteed to make sure that she stays focused on her work. So she only does that when I'm playing like Minecraft or uh, I think Dragon Age sometimes. But usually if I'm playing Minecraft, like she wants, she's like, are you playing Minecraft? I have homework to do. Can you please play Minecraft? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how she's not distracted by that. Your Minecraft villages are like absurd. <laughs> I can't stop looking at any of them. I'm just like, oh my God. Oh my gosh. Like, Minecraft Your stuff crazy. is crazy. You're, you have like you a whole town. Do... You have a whole village. I do. I have a whole village. And you've village. got like people that work underneath you. This is like a whole yes. company. You have like a side company to the, with a Minecraft server. I do. <laughs> like I feel I like do. people have to check in with you. Hey, Kia, I put in eight hours today. I'm punching out. Though. Right? I'm like, all right, who did the farm? Did anybody do the farm? Did you cook the potatoes? Like, don't put raw potatoes in the chest. <laughs> Cracking the whip on Minecraft, she is. Oh my goodness. I really don't do that, people. <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh man! So before we uh, before we go, of course, my son is not quite two, so not jumping into the video game realm yet. Mm, um, yeah. I'm sure something I'll have to discuss with his mother. But Kane obviously is old enough, and mm -hmm. I know we all know anyone that watches the show or listens to the show knows that Kane will jump into Apex and play yes, Apex with you. But does mm -hmm. Kane? Do you notice any kind of game that he uses as a comfort game? Without you suggesting something, is there something that you see him naturally go to when you know he's kind of down or? Um, I will say he really loves his Titanfall. The and campaign he, mode, right? Yes, campaign mode. Yeah. Uh, he runs the campaign mode. Um, he's beaten it multiple times. Um. And if, for those of you who may not know, like, he'll actually, like, so there's hidden things on Titanfall. You gotta find helmets. There's helmets that you have the to Easter find. Eggs he and has, stuff, yeah. yeah, he's found all of them. Like, he, he goes around and he finds them all. Um, he's beaten the campaign multiple times. Uh, but that's probably his go to, yeah. honestly. Um, that and. Does he have any mobile games or iPad games or anything? He does, um, and a lot of times, if he, so if, he, and he's one of those kids, like, sometimes he does really good in crowds, like, sometimes he's fine, he's a social butterfly, does whatever, yeah. and, but then there's times where he's not, and, um, and if we're still, like, there, whatever, and it's, like, just, I can tell he's not, he needs, I will make sure I have his tablet, and I'll bring it to him, and his go-to is usually puzzle games. Um, anything to do with puzzles, mm -hmm. solving them, um, anything like that. Uh, or Teen Titans. There's a little Teen Titan <laughs> one on there where he can play a little... Uh, basically, the Teen Titans are going around collecting their figurines, and their mm -hmm. figurines are battling it out. Kind of almost like uh, Pokemon and stuff. Like It's kind of like that, but... Um, a little bit different. Yes, Kane. <laughs> He's like, it's a little different, Mom. Okay. Um, You're getting corrected but those already. are. Those I know, right? But those are his go-to, like on his tablet, uh, is are those. So nice. Well, Kia, thank you for sharing your uh, tough days with us. And I did the same. So once again, if you guys are watching on YouTube, you're watching on Parents First Gaming. Obviously, you can check out other content that we have on Last Choice Network. Um, we've even got a horror podcast, Last Choice on the Left, an anime podcast called Kenich Yeehaw with our Texas uh, team. Um, but uh, again, we just appreciate all of you come out. And then obviously for audio, you can listen to us on anywhere you get any of your podcast. 
uh, we're always going to be there on, on any of our shows. Um, so thank you guys so much. It's been a year. I'm excited to put another year. I'm excited to have Kia here. We've definitely got a, a solid team and just want to keep going forward with that. So thank you so very much, Kia. And yeah, for those that I'm want excited. to watch you stream, I know we keep throwing this out there. What, uh, where can they find you? Um, they can find me at KiaKane0801 at, uh, on Twitch. Perfect. And of course, well, and as always, we'll put the link in the description. So yes. they'll be able to find you. And then, of course, me, uh, James, uh, you can find me at the JT3 underscore at Twitch um, or just the JT3 or James the Third on any of the social media platforms. So thank you guys very much. We will see you guys again in two weeks, I believe. The last weekend in March, we'll be back. So thank you guys so mm -hmm. much for coming out. We will talk to you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.